a mini lesson begins the reading workshop and it's um, the time in the day where the teacher is going to be teaching a whole class lesson on reading um, to the to her students and usually the teacher calls the, the students over to the meeting area to give that to give the lesson the teacher is going to be teaching the kids an explicit um, strategy um, into a skill the mini lesson has four parts it's got the connection um, the teach active involvement and the link the connection starts off the mini lesson and the teacher is really trying to figure out how do I take what I'm trying to teach right now and help it resonate for my children. And so she's trying to connect it to something. Sometimes she'll tell an anecdote or a little story from the classroom or a story from her life. Um, and then she flips it into what does this have to do with reading? Um, and it's usually connected to the teaching that's been coming before. So it's not out of the, the um, clear blue sky. Um, in the connection, the teacher has a, a point in the in the connection that's called the teaching point, where she explicitly tells right to the children what she's going to teach them that day. Um, and so it's a it's a way for us to be really clear um, and explicit to our children, so they're kind of get used to listening for oh, what's that thing I'm going to be taught today? And usually the teacher will say today I'm going to teach you, um, so that the kids know that's what um, is coming. The next part of the mini lesson is the teach part. And in the teach part, the teacher is going to again name um, the teaching um, skill and strategy. And she's going to actually then show the kids what that would look like in action as a reader. And usually, probably about 80% or more, she demonstrates it as a reader. She picks a book up, usually it's a book, the read aloud book um, or a past read aloud book, and she puts into action um, the strategy she just named that she was going to teach. Um, and uh, the kids watch and pay attention, and she usually then talks a little bit through the process that she's going through as she's putting that strategy into action. Um, in the teach part, the teacher also um, can run into a little bit of difficulty for kids that might not be so magical how it goes and gets into place, so she kind of works through a little bit of, a, of trouble. Um, and then when she's finished demonstrating, um, she usually debriefs what she just did. So if the kids didn't name, weren't able to see the explicit steps into how she went about putting that strategy into action, they now get to hear it broken down for them. The next part is the active involvement. And that's the part where the kids are now going to try the strategy themselves. Um, so um, the teacher sets them up. For them to try it, she might read aloud a, a little bit more of the text. Um, the children might use their own books to try it. Um, and usually in that time, the teacher is going to guide them a bit, either by voicing over things for them um, to be paying attention to or going around and supporting the children as they're doing the strategy. Um, of, often, um, the teacher has the kids turn and talk um, so that she can hear as she walks around quickly, who's getting it and who needs a little bit more support. Another way to, to get a quick assessment of who's getting it and who's not, um, who needs more support, is to stop and jot. So if you see something, um, it's you're able to really go in and um, support those kids. Um, the next stage after the active involvement is the link. And basically, that's just the ending point of the mini lesson where the teacher is going to restate um, the teaching and the purpose like, why do we do this? And she's going to encourage the children 
to transfer this to their reading when it makes sense for them, um, when they also are trying to make a movie in their mind or when they also um, are running into difficulty, they know that these are strategies that they can use. Um, the mini lesson, um, the teaching point of that day, is, is then usually transferred onto a chart so that the kids can actually, when they're off reading, go, oh my gosh, what was I, what was, oh, there was, when I run into difficulty, what was that thing I could do? And then they can go back and reference um, that chart so that they're independently able to put into action the strategies that, been, that have been taught. So after the mini lesson, um, what happens is that the kids go off into independent reading. Usually it starts off with the kids going back and starting to fill out their log. Um, putting the page they're starting on that day, looking at the clock and writing down the time that they're starting to read. Um, and at first, teachers usually have to help the kids get into the routine of logging. So they might, a teacher might have to remind them um, as they're walking back to their seats to take out their log and to fill it out quickly. And during the time when children are reading um, for a solid 30 to 40 minutes, the teacher is going around and conferring with students one-on-one, or into partnerships or pulling small groups to do some work with um, the readers. Um, and uh, the teacher goes to the students um, as they're reading and, and goes around the room, uh, finds where they're reading, and she's usually carrying her record keeping around with her so that she can make notes and jot down what she taught and observations she had and maybe perhaps um, how could she follow up um, with the children. A lot of times when teachers are first starting this, between the conferring, the teacher has to do some management. Like she has to make her presence known. So she might might sweep around the room before she gets to the next reader. She might tap a couple of children on the shoulder. She might make a gesture, you know, pointing their eyes back on their book or putting her finger to their lips to, to tell the children that it's time for them back to back to reading. So when the teacher is conferring with children, she's really researching them to find out like what are they doing as readers. And one of the things that the teacher really wants to do is what are they making out of this time? Like, how are they composing their reading life? So it starts off with like a research question. Like, you know, what are you working on as a reader? Or um, can you tell me through your post-it so I could see your thinking? Um, can you tell me a little bit about any problems that you're having as a reader? Or how can I help you? Um, and the teacher is um, then going to uh, listen to what the child says and um, ask follow-up questions. Um, so that the teacher finds a place where she can get herself to um, a point where she feels like that she has um, something that she could teach this child. In the conference, the teacher, just like in a mini lesson, has to decide how she'll go about teaching it. And in conferring, you can demonstrate just like you did in the mini lesson, like you can come become the reader and you can um, uh, sh have the child watch you put the strategy into action. Or you can also coach the child into it, like get the tell the child what to do and then coach the child as they're trying to put the strategy into action. Um, uh, a conference, uh, usually a teacher is trying to find a place to compliment the reader um, so that the reader's um, realizing that they are doing some nice work, that they are growing as a reader. Um, and also I think it's really important for um, teachers to try to look at what the child is doing well instead of what the child needs help on all the time. Of course, on the other side of that, if the child is really dragging themselves and not putting, doing their best effort, you wouldn't want to compliment um, them because then it almost becomes like a joke uh, so that they're just like, well, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm just going to get a compliment anyway. So um, you want to make sure that your compliments also nudge kids forward. 
like well, one way you could do that even better or another thing you could do as, as you're doing that work is so it kind of ratchets up the work that they're already doing um, and then um, the teacher just like in a mini lesson at the end of the conference the teacher will put a link on it and she'll restate what they worked on and um, tell the child that it's not just in this book they can do that work but they can always do that as a reader and um, the teacher will uh, then send the child back um, to their reading to continue doing this plus all the other things that they know to do as a reader. So it doesn't become that from that conferring or from that mini lesson, the child's only doing one thing. They're going to take that and put it back into the repertoire of many things that readers do as they read. Strategy lessons is um, small group work where the teacher pulls kids in her classroom together. Um, it could be two kids. It could be five kids. It could be six kids. Um, I think the better you are at a strategy lesson, the more kids you can have at that strategy lesson. It helps you get to way more kids. Um, so it's assessment-based, and you think a little bit about what particular um, st strategy um, do, do these kids need some extra help on. A very common structure of um, a strategy lesson is that it mimics a mini lesson, except in a mini lesson, the demonstration, the teach part, is longer than the active involvement. And the reason why that is in a mini lesson is because you have like 28 to 32 kids in front of you. You cannot give as much individualized help as you want to. So you're relying on the teach part, you demonstrating, as the longest part to help, to help really the kids understand what they're doing. But in strategy lesson, it's just the opposite. The teach part is really small and the time the kids are practicing the strategy is way longer it's because you only have you know four to six kids in front of you you can then coach and guide them way more during that strategy lesson so it helps you um, really um, get your hands on them as readers kind of get a little bit in there a little bit more um, and coach and it does also end just like a mini lesson does with a link um, you can um, also uh, have a strategy lesson that doesn't have the teacher demonstrate. Um, it could be like an inquiry where the kids are studying each other's post-its and then we, we can make a, a nice noticing off of one of the post-its and say, let's all try to do that kind of work and push ourselves in that way. And then kids go back to their own jottings and the teacher coaches them into how they could take that one quality noticed on that post-it and for all of them to try to lift the level of the kind of thinking they're doing in the books. So about halfway through the workshop, either the teacher's been conferring or she's been doing small groups, is um, that the teacher uh, may decide, it's not something that has to happen every day, but may decide to do a mid-workshop teaching point. And the teacher goes to a central place in the room and she interrupts the kids. And they look up and it's kind of like in a voiceover kind of way or the teacher can decide just like they can just like be listening or they can really have to have their attention based on if this is kind of a short one or a longer mid-workshop. Um, and um, during that time and the mid-workshop teaching point, the teacher is going to sometimes manage the classroom, especially if you're new to this. It might be something that needs to be um, addressed in that time. Um, and as you're doing that, it's going to be to teach them something to do. Like we've been reading for 15 minutes and it feels like a lot of people's attention is off. So right now what we want to do is go back and reread and get ourselves back into our reading before we read forward. Um, um, and that's a good thing to do when you find yourself distracted. Instead of reading forward, you might go back and reread to get yourself back um, on track. Um, so the mid-workshop is a time for you to um, manage the class. 
um, it's a time for you to um, share an example of something that the child did off the mini lesson. That'd be a good example for other kids um, to hear. Give them another image of how it could go for them. It might be not connected to today's mini lesson, but prior work that you want to revisit so that the kids know that, oh yeah, I can do that too. Um, it might be to ratchet up and the, the strategy you taught in the mini lesson and give another layer to it. Um, and the mid-workshop teaching point is very short. It's only about you know one to two minutes. And sometimes um, it has an active involvement in it. Um, and sometimes it has a little partner work in it. Um, but the object isn't to shut down the reading workshop because ultimately we want the kids spending more time with their eyes and their books reading. Um, and then the teacher sends them back into their reading after the mid-workshop. And she goes back and she confers or pulls um, some small group work during that time. Um, the teaching share ends um, the reading workshop. And um, the teacher can decide um, either she's going to gather the kids back at the uh, meeting area to come together. Or she can do it where the kids are, are going to stay at their seats. And the teacher has to decide which one she'll use that day. Um, sometimes if, if it's going to be mostly partner work, I leave them in their spots so that they can actually just get closer to their, their partner or their neighbor and do the work that I'm asking them to do. If I'm going to be talking to them for a longer period of time and demonstrating something, I usually pull them back to the meeting area then um, and um, bring us back together again because I, I think it would be a lot for the kids to hold on to as they're spaced out around the classroom. Um, and usually the teaching share is, is um, um, not, it could be from like two minutes um, to, to like five or seven minutes. Um, and uh, it, a lot of the time will set the kids up, especially in the beginning of the year, for partner work that they're going to do. Um, and uh, the teacher then can go around again and support the kids in the kind of work they're going to be doing with their partner. Um, so they could be talking, they could be setting their logs together. Um, they could be studying their posts together. They could be making plans for their reading. And so the teacher will um, definitely be there to help support the kids as they do that work with their partner. So the teaching share wraps up for the day um, and um, gets the kids to talk about books or talk about themselves as readers, um, which we think is really important that kids are sharing books and talking about books um, because hopefully the conversations they're having um, will later become conversations in their mind that they can have with themselves. So to um, review, a uh, reading workshop, just like a writing workshop, starts off with a mini lesson where the teacher is going to be teaching um, a strategy that good readers use into a specific reading skill. Um, and uh, then the kids go off and, and compose their reading lives uh, where they're reading their books that they've chosen. They're just right books that match them as reader. The teacher has assessed them and found them into a reading level, and they have chosen the books that they're going to be reading, and they're putting into 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 um, effect the strategy that maybe the teacher taught today or other ones, um, because we want them to be saying, "Hmm, what work do I need to do as a reader?" Um, the teacher goes around and confers during the independent reading time. She also pulls small groups during that time, and usually halfway through it, there's a mid-workshop teaching point um, where the teacher can either refocus the kids or teach forward a bit more or revisit something. And then the kids go back to their reading and the teacher does more conferring and small group work. And then the workshop ends usually at the beginning of the year with a teaching share that sets them up for partner work 
Um, and um, that basically happens each and every day with some variety. There's some like, changes in it. Um, the um, teaching share doesn't always have to be partner work. Partner work could come at, in the mid-workshop interruption, but usually the structure um, is teaching share to partner work. Each and every day, um, teachers inside and outside the reading workshop will read aloud. So from the read aloud book that they're, they're, they're choosing to read. Uh, in the mini lesson, it can be read aloud, but also at another time of the day, um, the teacher might read for 10 to 15 minutes um, a chapter book and also picture books or short stories or nonfiction. Um, and during that time, the teacher is demonstrating a repertoire of reading um, strategies. She's just being a natural reader, thinking aloud about what she's thinking at certain parts. Um, and what's really nice about that is that a mini lesson takes one of those things a reader does and shows the teacher doing it over and over, okay? And a, what a read aloud does is that it can also do that, but it also can show that as you read, you do a lot of different things. So it can balance the mini lesson is to show one thing and the read aloud can like put that one thing back into the repertoire that readers do so that children get a view like every day I shouldn't just be thinking about one thing, I should be thinking about many things as, as I read. Um, and so that the teacher's during think aloud is actually being a reader who's letting kids inside her head again so they can see it um, and get a better sense of how they could do that work for themselves. And during the read aloud, the teacher will not only think aloud, but she'll also set the kids up to turn and talk and share what they're thinking. Um, and so there's partner A and partner B, just like there is a mini lesson. There is in read aloud where the, t the kids are sharing their thoughts back and forth. They might even act out some things together. They might do some stopping and jotting. Um, and uh, it could be on a series of different um, reading skills or just housed on one. And the teacher can um, also have the read aloud time followed up by um, accountable talk, where it's whole class conversation, um, where the kids are now talking about um, the part of the text they read um, in addition to the ones that they read earlier. Um, so the conversation should not just be about today, but it should also harken back to ideas that they've had before. And um, in the whole class conversation, the teacher acts like a coach, um, getting the kids to add on or to um, see if there's parts in the story that match that or can be explained or who thinks differently and opening it up to other kinds of ideas. So each and every day, um, at some part of the day, um, the teacher is reading aloud. And usually two or three times a week, the teacher has in, in addition to that, whole class conversation. But every single day when kids are read aloud, they do some kind of talking, which is usually turning and talking with a partner, and two or three times they have a whole class conversation. Now, in a whole class conversation, everybody talks, but not everybody's heard by everybody else. So what I mean by that is that if we have it, a whole class conversation where everybody has to talk, then sometimes, and everybody listens, sometimes it sounds more like a share but um, in the conversation, we want it to sound just like a conversation you would have with your friends at, the, at a Chinese restaurant. You wouldn't all just go around and say what your thinking is. So in a whole class conversation, kids will talk, um, and you just don't want it to be that, like, eight kids get to share their ideas on it. So what you do is that you go, you move from whole class where everybody's listening to one person to talk to turn and talk with your partner and say, what are you thinking right now? So every child gets a chance to say, hmm, if I was to talk right now, what would I say about what we're discussing? Um, so it moves from whole class where everybody's listening to turn and talk back to whole class to turn and talk back to whole class. Um, and that way everybody gets um, to put their thoughts on the conversation.